0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law presented by T-Mobile, the
1: official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: I don't think we should overreact to one loss. It was a bad loss. I don't think we should let that dictate what we do or don't do in free agency with the Cleveland Browns. Zach Jackson going to join us at 820. 216-474-0092. Lima accusing me of kind of being a little bit laissez-faire about this. I don't I don't know if I'm accusing you of that. I, uh, I just... A cavalier attitude. I find it interesting
3: it never gets brought up, at least since since the game. It's like, all right, well, we got all these awards, so let's focus on the season, which I get. Like, hey, that was the good part. We were incredible. It was a great story. Well, the reason for that's but emotional. Yeah. reason for that's oh, yeah. total emotion. Yeah, and I, I mean, if you just dwelled on it every day, you'd go mad. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, and we haven't had a chance. Remember, Jim Schwartz has not given a press conference since the game, we haven't heard from our defensive coordinator. What happened with the defense? Is are like,
2: Barry going to speak today? Do you guys
3: have regrets on the strategy? Did, did there need to be adjustments made? Um, do Do you need to change the composition of the defensive roster? Because the playoffs are different from the regular season. Like we we know that in every sport, um,
2: that 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 does happen. But when you say the term overreact, like I don't think they should re- overreact to anything. Overreact is overreact is a bad bad thing. I think teams that overreact to certain losses. I think they end up running into more trouble. I, I do. I, I think when you talk about overreaction, I think of coach I think of coaches getting let go, which is <laughs> some coaches got let go. I think of that happening. I think of owners getting involved. I think of total shifts in what organizations yeah. are thinking and what their goals and 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 guideposts are. That's what I think of when I think of overreaction. And I don't think that they should draft guys. I think they should draft guys who they feel are good football players, offensively, defensively, whatever. I don't think they should draft guys just because of how they lost to the Houston Texans. I think I think that that's a terrible, terrible, terrible miss. I think there's teams that are different. I think that but, you should draft players that you yeah, think are going to be okay. good and help you beat yeah, the Texans over, yeah, and everybody else. It's,
3: it's, it's a term. I, I guess I'd, I'd ask... Do you think that that was a fluke what happened defensively? No. 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 So what what, I gave you, what you the reason, Yeah, what do you think went wrong in that specific game? You're just saying, "Well, they didn't they didn't get to see him." All right. Well, I not, think it would have helped. All right. Fine. But what do you
2: think happened in that game defensively? Why do you think it went so wayward? I think a lot of times they got Well, first off, I do believe that I, no one wants to hear this. Again, when you throw two pick sixes consecutively after you're getting a all, stop at the beginning okay. of the third quarter, you're going to have a problem there.
3: Okay. But before the pick sixes, they were getting shredded. Yes, so they were. Then let's just focus on the first half.
2: Why do you think they were getting I, shredded? I brought it up a million times. I think the misdirection cost them. Like the Rams I, game. Same yes, thing in the Rams yes. game. and when you don't have Anthony Walker Jr. out there to call out some of the signals, I know they're doing the best they can. Anthony Walker Jr. is a very smart linebacker, and I don't know what they're going to do to replace him because I don't know if I can bring him back after two straight knee injuries to end his season. So I don't know if I can do that. So without him on the field to, to to recognize these things, you got a bunch of guys, especially in that secondary. They are task-oriented. They're not good at zone. They're not good at that. And when you have to kind of slow things down or to make things a little, slow things down for yourself, the tendency is to play a little bit more zone because you, you get a little bit nervous about it. You get a little bit more hesitant. Where man is what they do. Well, if, if I'm running misdirection, I'm getting caught in trouble because of man, then I'm going to have a lot more trouble as the game goes on. And then the game just got away from him, and that was it. But that's what my theory was on it. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think that that's a reason to go out and draft certain guys or, or sign certain guys because of that game. I don't think yeah. was a, I don't think that the Browns had a facade the entire year no, and they no, finally got Obviously. their pants pulled down Obviously by the Houston not. Texans. But in
3: in the playoffs, you know, the likelihood of seeing, you know, now CJ Stroud, Joe Burrow you know Lamar Jackson's a totally different challenge. So obviously we've seen we've seen some good against Lamar but we've also seen Lamar, you know, have his way against all sorts of Browns defenses and yeah. defensive coordinators over the years. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, the the, the list goes out. I thought we actually played against Patrick Mahomes really well, but that was a different defensive coordinator and a totally different defense in in many ways.
4: True. Did you think they got outplayed or outschemed
3: in that game? Ooh. Um, I think a little bit of column
2: A yeah. a little bit
4: of column B. I mean, you, you gotta pick
3: one. I mean, you didn't hear Miles Garrett's name the entire game, so was could there have been <laughs> well, a Well, we gotta move on from him then. Could there could there been a just, <laughs> but why why somebody like like Miles, who's defensive player of the year, and people said, Well, the only reason his sacks dropped off the second half of the year was what? Like he he was injured. So are we assuming it was an injury that he didn't make noise or
2: was it was it the scheme that they needed to move him around a little bit more? I think they circled, were we predictable in I, that game. I, I think that the loss of or, you know, having Oboe Karankwa playing injured as best he can and everybody else. I think that that hurts you. Yeah, I just assume that well, all the defenses are pretty banged up by but, the time we get to the playoffs. I, but, but when yeah, that's true. But when Oboe Karankwa was healthy and playing well, I, I, that defense was much better. Because you had more depth over there on the other side, and so you could work him in with Sedarius Smith, who was also playing injured last year, and you can't take Miles Garrett off the field. Well, if I have a serious threat over there, I just can't load up and, and stop Miles Garrett from getting to my quarterback all the time. Like, it, it, it did kind of turn into, and this is maybe very disappointing with the secondary, it did kind of turn into, all right, we're going to circle 95, and 95's not going to beat us. And C.J. Stroud's also a really good quarterback, and again, they, they had great... Great misdirection in that football game and left us Yeah, what stinks is I, w-
3: I was stunned given how, uh, and, and at times, I mean, it's still a loss for words what happened with that defense on that day that, all right, Miles is getting chipped. He's getting double teamed. He sees that all year. I mean, that's no different from what we see all year. Where was the help? Where Where was the ability to maybe throw a counterpunch punch? At, I mean, we just allowed Houston to dictate everything in that game. And that was so dispiriting. And I'm like, man, if we played him again, if we played him again in, 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 in a in a winner-take-all format playoff game. I think it was surprising. Would we be confident at all?
2: I'd I, Possibly possibly because of preparation, but you make me pause when you say that. I mean, possibly, but that's, that's basically where I can go with it. I can't go any further. So I, I, I just think it's a it's a bad mistake to let that game dictate what we're trying to do this offseason. Well it's a one-score Whatever game until a minute left in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: And then they came out, got a stop on defense, were driving on offense, and then two turnovers and it's and it's done. And it's not just turnovers, it's pick sixes. Right. So you, you just you had no chance to come out and answer. And by the... You, so you guys yeah, are
3: just, just saying leisure. it's a Flacco thing. You don't
4: think
2: the I'm defense not, no, was... I'm I'm a say, no, I'm not saying... No, the, the well, defense got torched, but Flacco yeah. didn't help the situation. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers. It's not an either or.
3: I'm
4: looking at the numbers from the game, right? Trying to remember the game back. And in the numbers, the numbers tell me that it's... It was it was a fluky type thing. They busted one with 12 minutes left in the second. The, a 76-yard pass right after the Browns had scored. And then the numbers tell me that was fine, but you bring up the misdirection, you're right, and it starts to flash it back, and they could do nothing in the secondary to stop that. And to me, that's a scheme thing. I think you can think you can fix a scheme in one single game, but if that becomes a uh, running theme, then you have a a bigger problem than just your
2: players. I I think again, they I I can't guarantee they would just. But the guy was off uh, assistant
4: yeah. coach of the year. So I know, I know like, we,
2: we were warned when we got Jim Schwartz, and we, we threw a party,
3: this show in particular threw a right. party. And then it, it looked like we were, we were vindicated for throwing that party based on how great he was and how great that defense was all year. And how miles Garrett had taken the leap, at least until, you know, the end of the year, he had taken a leap forward with yeah. his play and, and, and everybody, everybody had validated basically every move, that they had made the organization with the pass rushers and how dominant. I mean, this was some of the most dominant defense we have seen, and we may ever see again. Quite frankly, from from the Browns. I mean, they had games. I mean, you look the Tennessee game. My God, Tennessee couldn't get a four yard play. The Cincinnati game, Burrow looked like he had never played before. I know he was banged up. He looked like he had never played football before. It was that dominant. You look up and down. No, they have plenty all of dominant year. performances. It was it was so dominant. But the one thing people warned us about Jim Schwartz is. He is very stubborn, and they will not change the approach. And other teams know what's coming. And boy, did it look like Houston Texans knew what was well, coming
2: because they, they got a chance to look at our defense, and we did not get a chance to. Or they got a chance to play against the Browns' defense, and we did not get a chance to play against CJ Stroud. That's not the. That's not the entire reason they lost. They went out there, they didn't play well. And there could have been a point where they just weren't going to play well anyway. Have they seen C.J. Stroud a million times before that? I don't know. There's teams that have bad days, and Joe Flacco had a bad second half in that football game. I think a lot of things added up to it. I, but I don't want to keep going over the corpse of a terrible football game and let that dictate what we're going to do in the postseason or the offseason. That's my entire point of all of this, is I can't let C.J. Stroud and that game. And, yes, there are questions. There are definitely going to be questions because – there's there's things as as they tend to go on, where you start to see the warts. Maybe you start to see the warts on on Jim Schwartz because you got to make some changes. And he's not just going to be some guy who's a wizard that casts spells over these guys and makes better football players out of guys that aren't that good. He can take a good football player and make him very good. But if you're got if you drafted a bad guy, I don't know what you're going to be able to do with that. He simplifies things. He does put them in context where Joe Woods was not able to do that. But when you simplify things, then you get called, you get called what? You get called stubborn. Well, why do you get called stubborn? He could be looking and go, this is what works for these guys, but I might not be able to do very much with these guys. These are man secondary players. They come from the SEC. They come from the Big Ten that plays a lot of good wide receivers. They're going to go one-on-one with these guys. There's not that much I can do because when we tried to play zone over the last couple of years with Joe freaking Woods, we got left having guys cuss each other out after giving up big touchdowns in the end zone, which you know and I saw that with all the other guys that we had had before. You got guys pointing at each other and cussing each other out while the other teams were roasting us. So there's only so much we can do. So I get defensive of Jim Schwartz when people call him, well, he's he's going to be stubborn. No, he's doing what he has to do. And it would have done a hell of a lot better had we seen him in December because we would have then probably had to play against Cincinnati. But I don't want to turn this into going over a game that happened two months ago. It's about how do we get better Moving forward. I, wa- I do, but you but know, I can't have that doing game it. in the back of yeah, my head when I go I to the get Combine we're, we're if fans. I'm the Browns top We're fans, draft.
3: what I want to know is how much does the
2: organization think that's a fluke?
3: Does the organization think it was There's just no a fluky way. game no. and they
2: could just run no. it back? Uh, the only thing I could say is if you thought it was, if they thought it was a fluke, if they thought it was a fluke, I think it would be a serious, serious, serious misguidance of what you're trying to do. For a fan, I would say that if they thought it was a fluke, you're saying that, well, Deshaun Watson isn't going to make those type of mistakes. Mm -hmm. Your defense will figure out C.J. Stroud. Deshaun isn't going to make that type of mistake at least twice like that. It's not going to happen. Now, what you say and what you actually believe are two different things, obviously. I don't know if he'd do that, but I do think that there would be something where people would try to tell. I'm not saying it's a fluke, and I will not say it was a fluke. You can learn a lot from games like that but I can't make all these decisions, and I'm not going to make all these decisions if I'm the Browns just based on one playoff game against a team that's not even in our division that we may not see again for a while. For all we I don't know, they play, it seems like they play Houston in Houston every single year, like four times a year. So who the hell did I know? 216-474-0092. We'll get to a couple of people on this. Should the Browns make their decisions based on that playoff game? And, guys, I believe someone said this to Mary Kay. I just don't believe the person who said it. That coming up next on The Fan. 745 fixed my life. Lima's upset with Owen. <laughs> I definitely want to know Owen? if I should be upset. Well, oh well, we'll find yeah. out because apparently Owen is supposed to do something for Lima every day and, and didn't do it today. And Lima is wondering, I guess you're wondering whether or not you should be upset.
4: I'm just telling you. You come looking for trouble, you're going to find it, Lima.
2: <laughs> there you go. You had a tweet over there. Yes. Oh, reaction
3: pouring in from around the globe. Yes. And uh, X reaction. Does it still have things changed? Is it still brought to you by? Yeah, it's always been that Scheiben way. Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. As much as things change, they stay the same, tone. Uh Defensive. This is from Michael McGeary on Twitter. Defensive player of the year gave up two touchdowns unblocked. Against Houston, guest sports boy Tony and the 65-year-old man in a 36-year-old body didn't actually watch the game. Unblocked on screen, passed, no rush, just stood there, then crashed
2: down on a counter. Didn't read it at all. if you didn't rush, then you read it. Where do you get 65-year-old man in a 36-year-old body? I'm 37. How am I 65? Oh, I can't go into great detail about the mindset of
3: somebody who's tweeting us, who's upset with uh, your breakdown. I come off old.
2: I come off old. It's yeah. it. How?
4: Well,
3: not like that. I, I would, when you're doing that. I would like to know, I would like, I'm raising
4: my voice, so you well, know I'm a like, little bit
2: outraged by it.
3: In the past, you have acted like you you've characterized your marriage as a throwback marriage. That's it true. is, but I don't. To the I'm 1870s. Not, I'm 30. No,
2: it's a throwback marriage to
4: 1957. It is 1950s, 1870s.
2: He'd leave for a war. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that ain't happening. I mean, Lord Almighty. I, I'm, I'm just pointing out that, yeah, maybe my, when I step into my home, it's a bit 1957, but when I step out, it's 2023. How about that? You're always tripping over the Ottoman when you walk through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Jackson at 820. Good pratfall. Mar- Mary, Kay had, Mary Kay had a report last night that said that, according to the sources that she talked to, the Browns want to bring back Darius Smith, and they want to bring back Joe Flacco. I believe, possibly, what they're saying about Zedaria Smith. I don't, and It's not where I don't believe Mary Kay. I believe somebody said something to Mary Kay like that, and we'll talk to Mary Kay on Thursday at, at 8.20 as we're wont to do. I believe that they said these things to Mary Kay. I don't believe them about Joe Flacco. And I believe it's very, it is my job to make sure we all remain realistic in this entire endeavor, whether people want to or not. I'm not going to get anybody's hopes up. I'm sorry I'm not going to do it it would make football sense. Like, we'll have Nathan on on Friday, I hope. And I'm sure, and Nathan has said before, like, yeah, it would make football sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make football sense. I am not going to get my hopes up, and I am not going to get the fans' hopes up about it. There is not one single part of me that believes that Joe Flacco is coming back to this football team in 2024. So is that because of him wanting more money and a different opportunity or the Browns not wanting, what what would you think? It's a distraction whatever's, or whatever's what, can. No, my reasoning for it is that, again, you had in a six-week period, you had people fall in love with Joe Flacco. They did. Unlike people are still getting the jerseys that were on back order. Unlike they're still coming in. And they are going to wear them to the stadium next year. seems like we're not going to have a home game until October, but they're going to wear them to the stadium next year. I'm just going off this Brazil stuff. That's all. Brazil likes Flacco too. Uh, Well, then you know what? They're going to get on a flight. They're going to wear Joe Flacco jerseys in Brazil. They are not going to. No, they are not going to do that. Part of this is a business and you're going to hate hearing this. And I don't like telling you about this is no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If it does, I will gladly eat my words. I will gladly—I eat a lot of things. I'll gladly eat my words on that.
4: Cover them in gravy.
2: There is not one chance I believe that they will bring him back. And record it, and you can throw it right back in my face. And that isn't based on anybody I talk to. That's certainly not based on that. They would tell me if I talked to anybody over there about this, they would say that they're trying to bring back Joe Flacco. And they would love to have Joe Flacco back. Because that's what you're going to tell your public who really loves Joe Flacco and what he did over the final part of the NFL season last year, and got the Browns to the playoffs. You're going to tell your fan base that. I just no, I It's not sure happen, I want to make sure. I
3: refuse to believe it. Look, a playoff run is a playoff run. So we were right. all we were all hopped up on the Flacco fever. I think we all knew, not even in the back of our minds. I think we we flat out could all say, you know, the the likelihood. Of somebody like Flacco continuing to play like this, but that didn't mean we weren't invested. Like that was fun. That that had everybody awesome. in this city. The songs. This, we're not allowed to play song parodies anymore. How many song parodies were we sent, Kenny? That people were D- desperately I mean, asking honestly, for us to play. Honestly, over on the radio.
2: honestly over a dozen, uh, and and probably more yeah. than that. I mean, good yeah, god, we,
3: we were all. How could you not be swept up in it? I I I, I always wonder, like. Fans, fans know that's a temporary thing, right? They didn't really think that 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 was something
2: that was sustainable over a long period of time, right? But the, oh yeah, they, they absolutely they believe that. We've been looking for a quarterback for years, and you, there were people who believed that Baker May, and still believe that Baker Mayfield could have been that guy. Well, that yeah. ship has obviously sailed, and they do not believe in Deshaun Watson. Flanko's 39. He just turned 39 a month ago. If the fan base really believed that strongly in Deshaun Watson, will we have had that many people really?
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
0: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get
2: that Buy Joe Flacco jerseys. Would we really have done that exactly? And they're not going to allow that to happen. They have made a $230 million investment and invested three first-round picks because that's what really, it really counts. They've invested three first-round picks in the other quarterback, and they are not going to sit there and create some situation where – if Deshaun Watson goes out there in those home games and he struggles at all, there are going to be people who boo him, and there are going to be people in number fifteen jerseys who boo him. But they are not going to sit there and have some situation where that guy's standing on the sidelines.
3: Man, and, I, and, I was and hoping. Work. So conventional wisdom, you're right. Yes. Like, like we always would talk about. Man, this this goes back to Johnny Manziel and Bay, and and Brian Hoyer, right? Like, if, if you were really, if you were really trying to limit, you know, competition and and all that, then you would know like the roles need to be uh, set yeah. forth ahead of time. Like we know if Joe Flacco was re-signed here. But what you're saying, and it makes it seem like they would be worried that the fan base would be in one guy's corner and not the other. And, and that's not where anybody thought we would be in has year anything, three of anything, Deshaun
2: Watson. W- everything I've told you. Has so far come out to be fr- come out to fruition about the confidence. Remember, we thought it was rust. I go, nope, yeah. this is a confidence issue now. You know, I made this thing yes last week. I had Baker fans mad at me that saying I can't compare him to Baker. I thought it was going to be the other way around because I said you have a guy who I think of Deshaun Watson right now who can take you to the divisional round of the playoffs. I think that Deshaun Watson could if he's playing dec- if he's playing like he played this last year, which we didn't get to see a lot of him. I think he could take you to the divisional round of the playoffs. And I said, because of that, and you have people who are willing to make unrealistic arguments on either side. You've traded Baker Mayfield essentially for Baker Mayfield. Now, you've given up a hell of a lot more for Deshaun Watson, but basically, if you're going to the same place that Baker Mayfield took you, you're you're trading one guy for the other guy. Well, it's just, Baker they're Mayfield, totally different quarterbacks, he, but they are it, you're going to, to the same place.
3: To your point, and I know you and I both are in agreement that mm-hmm. if, if Deshaun ever gets back to being Deshaun, then he is absolutely head over heels better yeah. than Baker Mayfield, right? Yes. Like we we both yes. are in agreement yes. with that. But that's an but, idea. That's not a real and, that's and, not real right now. And what was real last year? One guy made the freaking playoffs. In the NFC. I don't I don't think Baker would have done that. NFC in the South. But yeah. in the NFC South, right. We we've got to make sure people understand that. Um, and I think they do, but it still doesn't look good when your guy is injured. Even when he played, he was so up and down.
2: I mean, even in the game, the game everybody points to. I know. The Ravens game. He also was 6 of 21 to start out in that game. And he got it figured out. I know. And that's what made it so tough because he got it figured out and he played and confidently. And then he was done for the year. And then he was out for the year. I'm not going to – if anybody calls in for the rest of this offseason and, Desha- and when Deshaun Watson is our quarterback and Joe Flacco signs somewhere else, we're going to have a lot of people who are upset that we didn't bring back Joe Flacco. And, guys, I will hear you out. And I will be very respectful of your opinion. I promise you that. I am not going to sit there and rub anybody's nose in it. But I don't believe this whatsoever. And if he signs with the Cleveland Browns, if Joe Flacco signs with the Cleveland Browns, I'll be more than welcome to have everybody call in and tell me I'm wrong. I'm not saying that the fans who want to bring him back are wrong. That's not it. You are not wrong to want to bring him back. He played well. He was effective. There are a couple things I think we see through rose-colored glasses. He was a good quarterback for where he was in this Cleveland Browns offense. And to bring him back, I think, would give you guys a lot of heart. You're not wrong for wanting to bring him back. I'm just refusing to believe that they're going to bring him back whatsoever. I, I I put my flag in the ground right now. I'm not going to believe well, it until do it we, happens. Do we and when think, he goes somewhere else, I'm not even going to say I told you so. Because So what's I the think alternative? People really, I think a lot of people silently agree with me. What's the alternative to... Flacco, like if if it, if it is it just
3: what they have in house,
2: DTR, is it just whoever they DTR? can find off the whoever they can find in free agency, whoever they might want to find in the draft. Do you think and they it, lost faith in DTR? I don't know. I had that argument with that with uh, Jonathan Peterlin last week. I mean, Peterlin ripped the game he had against Pittsburgh. I didn't think he was overwhelmingly incredible against Pittsburgh, but I didn't think he was bad as what JP made him out to be. And I think that there is a little bit of gold in them, their hills, but I don't. You know, we we always overrate backups, and I probably overrate DTR a little bit. It was an emotional game. The guy was crying after the win over Pittsburgh for crying out loud. And I thought he was playing pretty well against Denver before he got knocked out of the game, and then everything went the way it went for the rest of the year. And he ended up getting hurt. Hate to say it, but we all saw how that went down. So I think for DTR, it's not where I'm brimming with confidence because you have a 17-game schedule, it's been two years with Deshaun. It would dictate that at some point, you might have to go to a backup quarterback again in 2024. And if you want to bring in another vet, that's fine. It just ain't going to be Joe Flacco. Ain't going to be him. I don't know who it's going to be. They're not going to put... They, they've made such an investment in this guy. They're not going to mess with that psyche. They're not even going to take the risk to mess with that psyche. Not a chance. You know, that, that organization... The, the Hasms have been through this before with Johnny, with Baker... Now with Deshaun, just they're not going to mess with it. The, the part of that, and look, I, I don't know if Joe
3: Flacco, if that was just whatever in in a bottle, just a, a flash there at the end of the year, I, I have no idea. But I didn't, I'm not going to use that as a reason of,
2: not to go get him. But I'm not going to use that but, as a
3: reason. You don't in Buffalo, they would never be worried about who the backup is to mm-hmm. Josh Allen. In Cincinnati, they'd never be worried about who the backup is to Joe Burrow. They would just be like, hey, let's 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 get somebody who we think could plug Obviously, and play. Yes. And what your concerns would be that the Browns. Still, do not have their quarterback figured out because they're still worried about who the backup they, is. They didn't
2: make all these moves during the offseason because they're, they're overflowing with confidence over Deshaun Watson. But tell me I'm wrong. Just no, so shaking up the offensive staff,
3: new offensive coordinator, play calling in flux. That gives right you a now. Bunch, that,
2: that tells you yeah. that they are 100. Oh, they, yeah, that, that's they, sobering. They'll say that to you. Andrew Berry will say that to you today, and Kevin Stefanski will say that to you tomorrow. But th- does anything that they've done tell you that they have? just full 100% confidence in Deshaun Watson that he's going to take them to the promised land. Not a chance. And they are not going to do anything. And you could say it's soft, and we're handling him with kid gloves. Yeah. I mean, they've made a tremendous investment. But there is nothing that tells me that they will ever bring back Joe Flacco to this football team unless Deshaun were to be out for the year again and that Joe Flacco were to be a free agent again. That's the only way I could ever see it, that they were desperate to make the playoffs, and that's it. Other than that, guys, I, I'm not trying to be so nasty about it, and I'm not nasty to you. It's just its, it's not going to happen. That's all. And by the way, you hear the lack of argument that you have with me, and Owen is just standing there staring at me because you both know I'm right. There's no argument to that. It, it's
3: just It's just crazy to think about how if you were to rank quarterbacks in popularity in this town mm-hmm. over the last four years – What's that? What's that order?
2: I I really rather and would I, not do that right now.
3: Uh Mitch, Mitch. Uh, since since don't you're hit in the there, music, don't I, even power I, rank I, it. Mitch, I I don't want to put Kenny don't on the spot the music. here. And Owen's a Chiefs fan, so he doesn't count. Don't hit the music. Mitch, power rank it right now. Don't. Most popular Browns quarterbacks over the last five years. Hit the hit the don't, damn music. Don't. I want to hear Mitch. Well, let's hear what Mitch has to say. Power rank him. Speak up, Mitch. Okay, so number one. Damn, damn it. it! We're gonna avoid it. Number one, it's got to be Flacco based on the response we had last season. Over Baker? I think even at the end. maybe. Well,
2: I agree. Number two, Uh-oh. Baker. I agree. I think that was the Uh-oh. summer love. Yeah. I think that was in the morning I'm like, leaving, making so my fast. way back to Cleveland with Joe Flacco. I think everybody knew what that was, and that's why they love him so much. Number three, preseason DTR. <laughs> wait, oh jeez. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait until no. he says number four. Josh Dobbs for the
3: Vikings. I thought he was going to say, oh, that's good. And then number five, P.J. Walker after the
2: 49ers game. Yeah, That is quite the power ranking. I thought you were supposed to leave it to three on the power ranking. Are you going to
3: get to Deshaun Watson at any point?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, well, I could say say five maybe, but.
3: All right, you're trolling
2: now. Bernie was in the stadium a couple (laughs) of times. Yeah. He, He
3: didn't do a guitar smash? I don't believe this year.
2: Remember that Case Keenum game? No, that was in Houston. That was... I'm not trying to be a bad... I'm not trying to be nasty, man. But no one's arguing with me about this. You guys know it's all true. You know it's true. They're not going to bring him back. I thank him for his service. And if they bring him back, I would love all you guys to tell me I'm wrong. Hell, I they might be listening to this and go, okay, you know what? Out of spite, Kenny, we're going to bring him back. That's great, Man. too. I've done my job then. And, if and they bring him back out of spite over what they've heard over the radio, I guess I'll, I'll pull a slippery wizard here. You can thank me. he they just happening.
3: He just, Flacco, in the way he talked about this team, this fan base, I mean, it didn't seem like he was a Raven. It didn't seem like he had ever played a game for the Baltimore Ravens, a, and then at the end of the he, year, he went on and on about how great your organization is. Because he's a
2: vet, man, he knows how to play the game. He knows that there's emotions with fans. He also just
4: came from Denver and yeah. the Jets. Yeah, man.
3: Well, it just resonated yes. with fans so much that I I couldn't believe how many people bought that jersey. He was they on, full well knew he wasn't going to be back here, and, and he, they
2: bought. They spent a hundred dollars yep, on a jersey. Yep, they did, and they and they hope that it pays off. And you know what? They don't even care. They're going to wear that thing, and they're going if he, if that guy doesn't go out there and play, Play well, if Sean not go out there and play well. They're gonna boo him in that jersey. All right, I gotta. But it's gonna be you. easier to take I know if he doesn't go. play well than if he's on the side. If Joe Flacco's on the sideline, I know we gotta go. What? And I would love to find out the real
3: answer here. Are there more Joe Flacco Browns jerseys in this town that have been purchased or Deshaun Watson?
2: Deshaun Watson.
3: You sure about that? Over two years. You sure about that? Over two years. You think a ton of people bought Watson jerseys that first year? Yes. While he, while he was yes. in the news every day? Yes. While we that's had women saying they were never going to watch the Browns again? Okay, fair, but you that's. You think they were letting their husbands buy Deshaun Watson jerseys? Yes. Oof. I think there's <laughs> deb- more. I haven't seen many of
4: were them. more Baker, yeah. Carolina jerseys. Yeah,
2: but. there were a lot of Carolina Baker jerseys. In the area surrounding Northeast Ohio? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Unequivocally, there are more Deshaun Watson jerseys. I don't jerseys. see a ton when I go to the games. Well, if he starts playing well, then you'll see more of them. But they're in closets somewhere. Wow. What a breakdown. Well, that's what you got. Zach Jackson at 820. Up next, apparently, Lima is the bandit and Owen is supposed to be the snowman. Fix my life. Next on the fan. This is glorious. Lima texted us today as he got into the uh, garage. Apparently, Owen didn't do his job. I need to figure out whether or not it's Owen's job to warn Lima about the highway patrol being on ninety. Cause I, <laughs> I don't know. I gotta figure this out. Lima drove in. Was there, where was the highway patrolman at? Just well, uh, just west of one seventeen. Yeah, right
3: there, yep. right there. And I saw, I saw ahead all the cars. And this is you know early in the morning, five fifty nine. Uh, I saw all the taillights, so I knew. Thank God I was paying attention, right? Yeah. Not looking at the phone, not worrying about, you know, show texts that are coming in. I was responsible. I was looking ahead. 10 to 2 right there on the wheel, and lo and behold, I realized, oh, that's why they're all breaking. We got a Stady right there in the middle doing radar. Stady, you're my mom.
2: I haven't heard them called stadies in a long what, time. What is the
3: good? What is yeah, call. You Yeah, know,
2: what's the good <laughs> vernacular? What do you call them? What do you say? Was that from Departed? So the Highway Patrol. Yeah, you know, not a I know. I'm Massachusett's trooper. I think everybody Sorry. knows.
3: Everybody, everybody has, you know, either. I don't know. How many people try to offer you up cards to try to get you out of something at some point? Oh, FOP cards and things like that. Yeah, there's so uh, many there's of them no that I don't even know if they work. There's Do they no even way work? I'll ever use one of them. And everybody's got I've a relative. Has it worked?
4: Yeah. It worked? Yeah. you're a vet. It was in
3: town. You can just go to the yeah, vet card, vet. right? Yeah. Does that it was, work? It
4: was in a it was in the town of the guy. Not in my town, in the town of the where yeah. the guy worked. Because I believe if they claim one of those cards with the mm-hmm. other person's name on it. There's a, uh, penance that's paid.
3: Right. I, yeah, I've heard that too. So, so that's what I'm
2: afraid of. I'm afraid I'll have to pay more. Or that's guarantee me. What if I try to pull that card? Yeah. Well, you got to be slick about it. You don't just go, "Hey, look what I got right here." I figured, oh, if he got pulled over, I go, "You all, I'm sorry. I'm just so used to not having a speed limit because there was no speed limit when I was in the bleep," and they go, <laughs> "Oh, I'm sorry." Everybody rehearses what they would say with mm-hmm.
3: that card, what the delivery is. But, you know, Highway Patrol, you're, you're just almost never getting – No, they right, don't you know. get out of that car for free. You're getting yeah, right. something. Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely getting something. So I saw him, and I'm like, you know, Owen, I think you have about 20 minutes on me typically. So maybe he wasn't even there. I, I don't know. But there have been times where Owen has said, hey, the ice on the road. I probably had
4: 30 on you today. 30 on but, today. Yeah. So
3: maybe he wasn't even there, so it's whatever. What I wondered minute, is, I do you expect a coworker who goes the exact same way as you and is probably earlier than you every single day? Do you expect them to give you a heads up on whether or not there so are cops I or highway patrol? This
4: yes, please. Absolutely ahead. not. Only because there's a
3: there's a couple factors
4: into this. And Ken, who used to also drive that way when he lived yep. in Ridgeville, actually one time yep. Ken texted me. I still remember it. I still remember the exit. Right off of Columbia, right at the ramp, Ken texted me and said, hey, there's one at Columbia, because that's not a normal spot. You and I are the day. spot where that bingo. bingo, the spot where the patrol guy was. You expect it every day. That's the one place I always expected. There's a couple other on my journey in, but that's the one where
2: the rate is 95%. When you're coming in eastbound, there's always that spot right by Rocky River. If you don't know by then, you ain't never gonna learn. It ain't my responsibility. Right. But if they're sitting in a different spot, yeah, I will let you know, and I let you know. And I have to say, Owen, you have warned me about black ice before, yeah. And you said, "Whoa, boy,"
3: or hydroplaning. You right. have warned me. I, Owen has been there. So when I saw that cop, and I was I was going the speed limit, it was fine. It wasn't gonna be a problem. And I I texted immediately to the group, "Hey, should Owen have warned me about this?" Because I did want to know because I had a jerk. Of a coworker at a TV station in Syracuse who got mad at me that I didn't I always beat him to work. He was late and I think he got pulled you over. You beat somebody else to work? I beat him to work. Wow. Yeah, but that was three o'clock in the afternoon. I was fine. Oh, okay. I was always I was always getting early. Interesting. And there was some there was some nice there's some nice co anchors uh to talk to ahead of time. You know, you got your one on one time. It was always worth it to get there early. That's sexy. Continue. <laughs> it worked. Got the job done. Anyway. Uh, he did get mad. The guy was absolutely mad because he got pulled over and he said, you couldn't tell me. And I'm like, dude, it's every day. You're always, you're always late. Yeah, I've seen you in my rearview mirror before. <laughs> I can't, I can't make this my responsibility every single day. If I'm on the phone, I got to put the phone down, text it. Like it's just not happening. But Owen has been that person to warn me
4: before. Yeah, well, what you're telling me today is got the end of your warnings, bud. <laughs> I don't care if there's ice. Never again? I don't care if it's flooded again right there no, at the interchange. No, 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 I don't. Oh, th- no.
3: He's asking. Are, no. you, are you saying I'm it's asking, his responsibility? I'm, I'm asking just for everybody that's listening, do you do that in a similar situation? Or sometimes it's like uh, if it's a relative and you, you're both going to the same spot, you know, you're, but you need to have different yeah. vehicles so you can leave at different times.
4: Especially when those days that there have been a few where the highways shut down and I've had to get off it the West Forty Fourth and and cut through, go to Detroit and get downtown that way. And probably for you it's just easier to stay don't even get on the highway at that point, yeah. right? Just take the shoreway way in. But those are the only Is times. There a code I don't know that well, first off, I'm supposed to text in a difference. I'm supposed to
2: text while I'm driving. I believe that's against the law, sir. Like when I go yeah. up when I come from from the borough, right? Well, no. Now that since they, they expanded fourteen, they've been sitting in the borough. But I don't go over 50 anyway up through there, so they don't really plus I wave to some of them, so you know it's whatever. But like he waved to some... And someone. the one spot on on <laughs> I shouldn't say that. On oh, the one spot of 480, like right as you come in the borough, they're sitting there. And then Twinsburg's usually a spot where someone's sitting around. And then through Macedonia, then you get the 271 North, and there's so there's always someone sitting in the median. So you always slow her down there. But like one time there was someone like right by the exit at North Randall, and it was it's like, whoa, this is a greasy spot. Yeah, like, yeah. but if no one, no one else lives on that side. No but one's me. gonna tip you off. Yeah. So there was nothing else I could say to anybody. I'm like, what are you? The hell are you doing up here? You play by the rules, buddy. Like I was surprised by that because I had to jam on the brakes. It's funny.
3: To. You think there should be an unspoken set of rules that? Yes. like, Come on.
2: It's like, man, if you it, it, like, if you get me in the median on 271, like that's the normal deal. Like right there by Oakwood. Like, all right, you got me. Here we are. If you're up there by the exit ramp, up there by North Randall, like, no. Come on. You're not playing fair. Well, <laughs>
4: my cop friends are texting me right now. You should not be texting and driving. It's against the law now. All right, so
2: you can't warn no, me at you all. No, you can do talk to text. I do talk to text. Oh, they they don't, don't have that
3: feature? Come on. I'm not like you. You got it. I'm not telling I bet you there's drive, some but... people listening who are like, not only am I not going to warn my coworker that I absolutely despise. <laughs> In fact, I'm oh, sending well. you an all clear text to hey, everyone. You can morning. go 90, it's the Audubon today. Just go as fast as you want. It's amazing. <laughs> Everybody's loving it. This is the most enjoyment we've ever had on
2: the commute. <laughs> Do I take this? You want me to? What the hell? Vince and North Homestead, go ahead, quick.
4: Hey, guys, I'll make it super quick. I went over a decade without a ticket, then I was asked to deliver a big screen TV uh, on Christmas Eve for charity, right? So it was over a decade. Uh, got pops going 32 and a 25. Ooh. Top police officer comes to the car, says, tough. you know, the whole routine, license, all that stuff. Comes back about 10 minutes later. He's like, you got a pretty good uh, driving record there, right? He goes, it's been about a decade since he had a ticket. I'm like, yes, sir. Thing he's going to let me off Christmas Eve, charity, seven miles over. And he goes, Merry Christmas. Hands me
3: the ticket.
2: Yeah. God it, in heaven. Yeah. Can't say that anymore. All huh? right, that's not just. If you're gonna give me one, just just let's just get this over with. We don't need to play mind games. It just depends. Like usually, if it's if it's sheriff, local, depending on where you're at, like you, you get pulled over in Lindale, we'll throw you in the hooch For all I know, but like sometimes local let you up. Highway patrol, they never get out of that car for free. It ain't never happened. No. Nope. Yeah, Owen, if they're, if they're sitting in the wrong spot, if they're not playing by the they're rules, then fine. If they're in a different spot, I'll, yeah. I'll get you. But. That's very nice of you. Zach Jackson coming up at 820. Up next. To find out what a coworker really thinks of you. <laughs> Terry. That's a very good point, actually. Coming up next, Terry Francona's good name covered up a lot of problems fans have with that baseball team. Heard Nick yesterday on something, and I almost agreed with him. Ken and Anthony Lyman. take us with you to work on the free Odyssey app.